0: This is the first episode in a new series we're making entitled The Jaded Truth. If this is your first time listening to this show, we highly recommend you start with a different episode first. This series is intended to be a bit more intense, and since this is the first episode in the series, we will still be keeping it a bit more on the lighter side, but then as we go into other episodes, things will get a bit more, well, darker. Even though we often keep things fairly lighthearted here at Viable Underdogs, there are some very serious topics that have very real consequences that we need to discuss. And we need to explore these consequences to fully convey exactly why it is these matters are so important. So make sure you're in the right mood for these episodes. It's never our intent to hopelessly depress anyone. We are still naively optimistic that change and solutions can happen, so please bear this in mind as we figuratively slap you across the face with unpleasant realities. Here goes. As a species, we can sometimes have reactions to events that seem a little counterintuitive. The 1997 movie Titanic is a prime example of this. Beneath the love story, it's essentially a disaster movie based on true events. So what do you think happened to cruise ship sales following the year after they released the movie? While you ponder the question, Carlos is going to cue up the music and draw me like one of his French girls. Welcome to the Jaded Truth, where we slap you across the face with unpleasant realities. My name is John, Carlos is here using studio magic to make me sound a lot better than I really am. This is episode number 9, and the first episode of our Jaded Truth series. In this episode, we explore the question, just how screwed are we as a species? And spoiler, it's not exactly good news. The cruise ship sales, in fact, went up the following year. Now, there could be many arguments made as to why this is. The romance and grandeur of the cruise ship, many people likely associated with the movie, for one. And really, it's not like this movie was made as a discreet way to scare people away from cruise ships, but it does a good job illustrating a reaction that appears counterintuitive. Which is something important to keep in mind whenever you try to share or promote an idea. The reactions received may be the opposite of what was intended. When we were trying to decide on tone and the overall message of this podcast, we went back and forth trying to decide what would be the best approach. Do we depressingly list off a bunch of scary sounding statistics, constantly reminding the world that our air quality is dropping, we're polluting our rivers and oceans, etc. etc., Or do we go super laid back and act as though the problem isn't all that bad? Clearly, many of the methods already attempted on the subject have not exactly been working all that well, because for the most part, very little has happened on the subject of sustainability, other than a ton of debates, lip service, basically a whole lot of talking, and not much action. So with this in mind, just how bad is the problem, and what exactly do we mean when we talk about sustainability? By sustainability, we mean our ability to replenish the resources we consume. This encompasses the food we eat, the water we drink and use, the materials we derive from the earth such as wood and fossil fuels, the energy we consume to power our entire planet. Currently, none of the things are exactly sustainable. The reason this isn't obvious is that our planet is quite massive, but if we stay on track with the way things are, and the world's population continues to increase as per current projections, then we're in for quite a rude awakening pretty soon. So. How bad is it? Would it help to start talking about deforestation, overfishing, water shortages, environmental degradation or pollution? Do we talk about air quality and the health effects already associated with it? The fact that we can no longer swim in many bodies of water, which include many rivers? Or would it be more effective if we just came out and put a death toll on it? A projected death toll if humanity doesn't change its course of action soon? Well, here it is. Best case scenario? the death toll is probably going to be in the billions. Billions. More people than currently living in all of Europe. Worst case scenario? The extinction of our species. This isn't us at Viable Underdog saying this. This is a global community of scientists and engineers across many different disciplines and specializations, and they're all saying the same thing. The projections I just gave you. There is no debate on this subject. Almost every country on earth signed the Paris Agreement in 2016. The agreement is basically an international effort to get our emissions under control and therefore more sustainable. Only two countries on the entire globe didn't sign it. One was in the middle of a civil war and the other didn't sign it because they didn't think the agreement did enough to address the problem. Many national militaries have also stated that climate change is a national security threat. I realize that the end of the world is something that seems to come up every now and then. I myself, like probably many of you, have lived through at least two of these if you count Y2K and the Mayan apocalypse of 2012. What we're talking about now isn't the same thing. This isn't one lone dude like Nostradamus signaling the end. This is a massive international group of engineers and scientists from many different fields and they're all saying the exact same thing. Change needs to happen immediately, or we're boned. Within the next decade, we may lose year-round ice in the Arctic. Within the next few decades, our overfishing of the oceans might eliminate the source of food billions currently rely on to live. Storms, like hurricanes, are increasing in both severity and frequency, so much so to the point that we may need to add a category to the current scales to better represent this severity. We are in the middle of a mass extinction event, one that humanity is causing, and none of this is being said with the intent to make anyone feel scared, hopeless, or doomed. Hopefully this sparks action, because really, as a species, we should give ourselves more credit for our ingenuity. Since we were on the topic of mass extinctions, let's talk about a different one that happened a while back on the planet, the one that took out the dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, despite having been the dominant life-form on the planet at the time, could do nothing to prevent the big rock that fell down from the sky bringing with it death and chaos. They didn't even know such a threat existed. In the short time humans have been on the planet, we have not only developed the means to discover these threats exist, but we've also developed technology that may one day prevent an event similar to what happened to the dinos. You don't really need to worry, There aren't any planet killers on collision course with Earth anytime in the near future. At this point, we are our own worst enemy. But the very mechanisms that allow us to fight asteroids is currently also leading us towards our doom. We've been a bit too ingenious for our own good. Change in technology have advanced at unprecedented rates in the 20th century and continue to do so. For the first time in our history, we are being forced to think globally because our actions now have consequences on a global level. And globally, we need to collectively get our heads out of our butts and actually start taking this seriously. We need to stop the guilt tripping and the finger pointing. We need to become more aware and involved in the problems around us, or we won't have a planet to hand over to our children. I'm reminded of a skit I heard years back by the comedian Dennis Leary. In it, he makes this big build-up of handing over a clean and beautiful planet to his kid. This goes on for some time, and at the very end, the punchline, he basically says, well, F him. At the time, I mean, it was really funny. I remember laughing at it. But here's another unfortunate punchline. That video came out over 25 years ago. This has been going on a long time. At the end of our episodes, we always say that the first step is in knowledge and discussion. If we all collectively agree to fix this, change might actually be possible. We often vilify governments and corporations as faceless, heartless entities. Although this may sometimes be the case when you hear stories of corruption, but at the end of the day, these entities are all made up of individuals who also have families, like you or me. You don't have to share this podcast, especially if you think our jokes aren't funny, or my voice is annoying, or maybe we come off as pretentious or douchey, I don't know, but I sincerely do hope that you start a dialogue, that you become more informed, and that change does indeed start to happen. We're not asking you to massively change your lifestyle, we're only asking that you start becoming more aware of what's happening on our planet, and how unsustainable we are being. So that when scientists, engineers, governments, businesses, and many others start to implement different changes, it is met with acceptance rather than with resistance. Most of us despise change, but trust us when we say that a bit of discomfort now is infinitely better than the death of billions or perhaps even the extinction of our species. Cheers. Thanks for listening. As always, please share and forward this podcast. The first step towards realistic sustainability is in knowledge and discussion. And this can't happen without everyone's input. Please send any questions, comments, or depressing statistics to ViableUnderdogs at gmail.com. Our intro music is composed by Mark Karnowski and the music currently playing by Jonathan Atkinson. We intend to get a website up and running in the near future. Until then, feel free to walk into any science center or university on the entire planet and ask them how screwed we are. It should make for an interesting conversation.